You know what day it is. Oh, it's Wednesday, Wednesday already? It, it feels like it's been longer than a week since the last time we were recording. Honestly, I mean, what have you been up to? Honestly, not that much. You know, just same old, same old working, same. exercising sometimes, but mostly working. How about you? Hey, emphasis on the sometimes. Yeah, I mean, honestly, <laughs> the same. Like, I don't take more than 10 steps a day until I go to the apartment gym. And then I just come back to this little prison, I mean, apartment, and then I just stay here. And it's awesome. Great. Is that a toilet paper sitting in your background? Oh, no, that is a... <laughs> no. Somebody else said that, too. No, it's actually, like, one of those uh, DIY... It's one of those uh, tattoos. Oh. So I bought it for Halloween. I was going to put it on as a sleeve, but then I never got the chance to. Maybe, maybe next time. ReZero tattoo? I wish. Those things would sell. Let us know if you want ReZero tattoos. <laughs> We'll add it to our, our merch store. All right. I mean, okay. I mean, hey, glad you're doing well, but okay, let's go ahead and uh, jump right into it. What do you what you think about this episode? I thought it was a lot better than last week. I thought, yeah, like a lot more happened this week. Not a lot happened last week, but this week, like stuff's actually happening, even though it was still kind of a setup episode, a lot like happened. How about you? Right. I, I feel the same way. I was like, I think before the episode started, me and you were like, all right, are they going to have the opening song? And they did. And they just went straight into it. And then they immediately were just like, hey, all right, peace out, Krush. We're going to go back home. And then I half expected something to happen at, on the way there and nothing did. And then I half expected something to happen at the mansion. Honestly, like the whole episode, they were playing that ominous music. And then finally something happens at the end. And we're like, at that point, we're all just like, okay, it's about time. But yeah, definitely a lot of stuff happened. I, I felt like it was a, almost a bit too much like, hey, go here, and then go here, and then do this, and then do this, and then do this. Like, it, it kind of isn't their normal style of like, hey, let's let things happen organically. But I guess like for the sake of being at the sanctuary by episode two, like we'll take it. Yeah, it's like, it's like they're on a quest right now. I feel that. Which is, yeah, agreed. Not not the norm. Yeah. Not so the norm. We'll see. We'll see. But what I mean, was yeah. your favorite scene this episode? Oh, okay. I will tell you. So my favorite scene was when Subaru comes back from talking with Bieko, and then uh, Frederica is like, hey, Amelia was just telling us how much she respects you and likes you, and then Amelia is like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> Nice, nice. Relatable. What about nice. you? I liked the scene right before that when Subaru was talking to Bayako. It was like weirdly intense. Mm. And I'm, I'm hoping we find out why Beatrice was so intense about this. Like she tells him he needs to go to the sanctuary, but doesn't say anything about it. Like what's there? Why does he need to go there? And then did you hear her call um, Battle Juice just Juice? Like they were they were friends. Yeah, that, that part blew my mind. So, yeah. 
Well, we'll see. We'll see. I'm curious. Because, like, also, it's just, like, the way she pushed him out of the room. Like, she'd never used that much force before. And then this time, it was just, like, all right, I'm using, like, all my power while I'm about to cry or scream or whatever she was doing. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Coming in with a hot take. I bet she's somehow related to the witch's cult. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't. I would not put it past her. What, what is she again? Like, they referred to her in this episode as, like, a great spirit or something, right? Yeah, so she might not even be, like, a real person. Yeah, because I, I feel like in season one, the only other great spirit there was was Puck. Right. Which, and and that it, would make sense, because, like, she has a contract with Rosewall. And, mm. like, you, there's only contracts between people and spirits so far. Right. And it does make sense that because Subaru is able to, because Subaru is, I guess, been good with spirits because, like, he's been able to, you know, be with Puck. And mm-hmm. he's also been able to coincidentally find her room all the time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then also Beatrice likes Puck. Oh, another link. Mm. Good one. Interesting. Yeah, but yeah, that. Oh, and then the one last thing she was like, um, "So did you take his witch factor or something?" He's like, "What's a witch factor?" And then we're all just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah, I I agree though with you. Like when you were saying that, how like it was super intense. That scene was really intense. Good scene. Yeah, the witch factor must be something, like, something about like the sin of sloth, like continuing to live on somehow. I feel like it has to be something along those lines. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we'll go discuss that a bit further in depth during the recap. But you have the other uh, initial impressions on this episode? Um, not really, no. At the end, we finally got to see that scene from the preview when he, when Subaru encounters the witch. Is, is it? So she called herself the witch of greed so is that the same as the jealous witch that we were hearing in season one right is it the same one i feel like it's gotta be but jealousy and greed are two different things that is true that is okay it's a good point i wonder if it's just like a translation error or yeah. let us know if you're uh, if you're a native speaker of japanese if uh crunchyroll just did a bad job translating crunchyroll let us know if you would like to be advertised <laughs> Yeah, come come be a guest. We'll guest you onto our next episode. Ooh, Crunchyroll. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or yeah. any native Japanese speakers, either one. Or you can be both. Ooh. All right. What else happened this episode? All right. Okay. Should we just take it from the top? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll start things off. So yeah, once again, Krush tells them goodbye, and she's like, "Hey, I still owe you a great debt." And I'm like, at this point, what kind of debt do you still owe them? But, but yeah, so that happens. And... She also doesn't even remember what it would be. <laughs> yeah, then they do that whole handshake scene, and I was like, okay. <laughs> Super yeah, good. That, that high five was weird. <laughs> it wasn't even like the full, like, bro five. It was just like a, literally just like a lateral slap. Just like a, oh, okay. Alright, and then, um, let's see, so they load up Rem into the carriage, which was surprisingly stable. Yeah, that was the nicest carriage of all time. <laughs> like, considering how much turbulence they had for, like, all the other episodes, which is like, <laughs> Man. 
And yeah, this is like all cushion seating, and it had a bar in there too. True, true. And you couldn't even see outside of it; like it was uh, air conditioned. Living lavish. Seriously. All right, and then we get the reappearance of Otto again, who just like consistently shows up again and again. Don't know what Suspicious. purpose. Yeah, Suspicious. Well, at, at this point, it's like I can't even keep track of the interactions that they had that like mattered because like I'm not sure. I, I can't remember like when he died and like when he didn't die and like what did they do during the last life that he had before he died. Because I felt like right. we got to know him during the like the the repeats where he did die. So yeah, like when when they got caught in the fog and didn't make it out. Yeah, I felt like that was a good representation of Otto, the character. So, like, we kind of don't... Like, I guess only Subaru knows of that about him, and everybody else is just like, oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. They felt like they were going to get attacked on the, the road. They never did. <laughs> they definitely should have gotten attacked on the road. There's no way. So then they finally make it back to the town, and then they're like... Oh, where is everyone else? They're still not back from the sanctuary. So if you don't remember, right, I think half the town went to the sanctuary and then half went somewhere else. I don't know. I actually don't know where the other half went to the city, maybe. But whatever. Somehow the town got split up, I think. Right. And I right? think they were, like, transported by, like, those other merchants or something. But I don't know where they were. Right. But yeah, maybe yeah. the city. That, that would make sense. For some reason, I think they split up, but... Yeah, they're still not back. And then this is where we're like, or where Amelia was like, Puck's not waking up. Where is he? Where's Puck? Yeah, where is he? Oh boy. We have yeah. to find out. Honestly, yeah, that, like, as soon as she said that, I was like, okay. Like, I started. Oh no. <laughs> I thought Subaru would say, like, the whole, it's a flag. Uh, line that he always says but he didn't even say it there's so many yeah. flags in this episode yeah he did say that at the beginning when he was like oh did i just set a flag for myself <laughs> well dude i forget I mean, why he said that but not being able to use magic for two months right there's no, no yeah he, he was like nothing's gonna happen in two months and he's like ah there's a flag something will happen yeah i think something happened within like two days so Oh, and then let's see. So they finally make it to the mansion, right? And then there's a new maid in town. Second character this season with very sharp teeth. So first one was the the sin Mm -hmm. of gluttony, I think, last week. Yeah. And then now it's this new maid. I half thought that they would be the same person. I was thinking that too. (laughs) I was so scared. I was like, because when they panned up, I saw the teeth first. I was like, "Oh no, it's in disguise." And they showed the blonde hair. I was like, "Okay, maybe not." Yeah, I think I think we're okay. Just uh, character designers running out of creative juices. <laughs> yeah, honestly, when they put her face right next to like somebody else's, I forgot who it was, but like literally, if you just took the hair off, they're like the same face. <laughs> Classic. Classic anime. But yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts on her? I feel like. Uh... I don't know. I don't know if I can just immediately trust her. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she has to be a certain level of trustworthy if she was, like, working in the house, right? Okay, fair. 
Fair, fair. Yeah, we still don't know, like, why why she took the leave of absence and why she knows so much about the sanctuary. Like, maybe she was kind of the, the head maid before she left, and now um, she's back, and we just don't really know much yeah. about her. Possible. I think all we know at this point is that she's half beast. Yeah, whatever that means. So I think the only other beast people in this show so far is like the captain of that Anastasia Anastasia squad. But I I know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. I yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I mean you're right. I I think she like there's gotta be some level of trust there. But anyway, I mean I think once again, like when they were talking about the whole REM situation, I just I kept thinking it was just weird that like Subaru is the only person that remembers. Like, cause you would think that if her, you know, if name and memories got eaten, that nobody would remember, but Subaru somehow did. Right. And we still don't know why. Mm-hmm. All right. And then, um, the talk was it about... the, the library scene after that? Yeah. Yeah. And then we started talking about this a little bit, but yeah, here's Subaru's trying to figure out like what Rosewall is like up to right like yeah everyone's assuming Rosewall has some sort of master plan which it turns out he does because he left that letter um but, true but then true. yeah they're like where could Rosewall have gone where's the sanctuary why is he there why um, is he there there's like no reason for him to be there it's like, yeah and then, and then, yeah, Subaru whips out the gospel, and then, yeah, I know we talked about this at the beginning, but, like, Beatrice has some sort of connection with the cult. Yeah, there was visible panic, like, when she saw that. She's like, why do you have that? But, like, I think, I definitely think that she already knew what it was, right? She right. Like, it wasn't like a, what is that? It's like a... How did you get this? Yeah, it's like, and she was like, why do you, of all people, have that? <laughs> So like, right? Like he, because he already has the witch's scent, and she knows that. So suspicious of Subaru. Maybe, maybe she had previously dismissed him, you know, as not being suspicious, despite having the scent. But now that he has this, that's like two strikes against him, and now she's like doubly suspicious. I don't know. One more, and he's out. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, and then like I think at the end, like she was getting really mad. She was like, "I'm not some thing that you can use or something." Right, like a tool or something. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I mean, like it, I to me, it didn't feel like Subaru had that kind of intention, but she evidently felt that way. Right. Yeah, and that that's why I was like, oddly intense. Yeah. So she definitely knows something that we don't. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. curious to you know, find out about it, but do you have any, like, speculation or predictions or anything? Yeah, maybe she was a a sin in a past life, like an archbishop herself, and then now, now that she died and is a spirit, she's, like, a, I don't know, somehow gotten in contact with Rosewall and, you know, signed this contract to protect the library. Yeah, what about I, can, you? I can see that. I mean, I, I, I'm even going out on a limb to say here that Rosewall isn't as antagonistic towards the witch cults as we think. 
Because he was never there when, you know, they invaded his land anyways. The only time he really ever intervened was when the, you know, the demon beast wolf things came by and then Subaru was about to die. I mean, probably not, but I wouldn't put it past that dude at this point. This dude's always out of town at the most inconvenient times. Seriously, seriously. And I I don't, at this point, I don't even think it's just for the sake of plot. Like, he's Mm -hmm. purposely out of town. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we talked about the witch factor. We talked about, um, uh, and then I guess she just ended up saying, "All your answers will be found at the sanctuary, including Roswell's gold and whatever." Mm -hmm. There, get out. Yeah. Hopefully, we find out more next episode. Yeah. And then he bumps into Otto on his way out from the bathroom. They go to you know talk to everybody, and um, it's revealed that the sanctuary is called the Sanctuary of Clemaldi. Yeah, and then its protector's name is Garfield. Who's got, he has to be a cat. All right, there's no way he's a cat. <laughs> Paying homage to uh, Garfield. Exactly, exactly. Predecessors, important. But yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there's no way he's not a cat. I can already imagine him. Like, I already see it. I already see it. You know, I, like, if he, Garfield is not a cat, I'm, I'm probably going to drop this. And... <laughs> And that's why Puck is in hiding because he's powering up so it'll be a giant cat battle. <laughs> I like it. All right, if that actually happens, we'll go adopt a cat. Okay. Oh. All right. Some mistakes. That's, yeah, well, I, I hope it doesn't happen at this point. Though. I ain't ready for a baby. Did they say anything particularly useful in in that, like when they were all talking together? I know they told us those names, but I felt like that was about it. Oh, they also said that Frederica would not be going. Yes. You know, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why Why would you not? Oh, but it's also at the same time, it's like, if Frederica went, then who would be at the... Well, I guess that doesn't really matter. Yeah, because it's not like, like they were fine leaving the mansion before. We'll see. Maybe, maybe her being there would make it too easy. Because it, it felt like, because when she was opening that letter at the end, and she was like, all right, Roswell, I did everything you said in this letter. And then mm-hmm. uh, she's like, it's now up to Amelia and your strong will or something. So yeah, maybe if like she, if Frederica went with them, she'd be like a handicap for them. Or, like she wouldn't be able to get tested. Yeah, maybe it has something to do with her being like a half beast too. Mm, possible possible yeah well hopefully so that... they can expand on that because yeah it's a like they just introduced her and now she's suddenly gone yeah and then we find out petra is the new staff member god i thought it would be ram i was about to like i was ready for the whole sister reunion and her to be like i have a sister no <laughs> oh yeah I feel like it was more of a comedic relief thing, but maybe she'll play a bigger part in the story. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she is 12. (laughs) It must be 12 to play a part in the story. Yeah, all right. We got to treat her like adults, uh, as an adult. Anyway, Mm -hmm. okay, so they they end up giving them the blue gem, which allows access to to the sanctuary, but clearly we find out that not the case it was a trap 
or something. Yeah, so yeah, they hit the road and then once they get closer, it starts glowing, right? And then Subaru's like, oh, this seems bad. And then rips the necklace off of Amelia and then she passes out, <laughs> which was weird, and then teleports Subaru. Yeah. I I have no idea what happened in that scene or why any of that happened. Because the blue gem was supposed to be their ticket into the sanctuary, right? But instead it just like teleported him straight to the witch. Yeah. So I think they said the barrier like wasn't like a literal wall or anything. It just makes you confused and get lost. Right. 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 So somehow the the stone is like a guiding tool or something or clears makes you not get lost and it it didn't work in this case because subaru is very lost right or maybe he's not Ah, where he's supposed to be maybe roswell is the witch oh because he's been wearing makeup this whole time so we don't actually know what he looks good point good point no there was there was the one bath scene i think where he's oh, not wearing makeup wait so we saw his face i think so oh, okay so he's probably not the witch <laughs> but we don't know what the witch looks like either that is okay fair we only know what the witch of greed looks like not yeah i still don't know if it's the same as the jealous witch okay i kind of actually now that you say it i kind of hope that they're not the same person just so it's... No, but we, we know the witch's name is Satella, and she said her name was not that. <laughs> that is true. That's true. That's a good point. All, All right. right. I'm calling it different people. All right. Okay. I, I, I will buy that theory. I mean, I, it's not even a theory at this point. They're, yeah, they're different people. Okay. Good point. Wow. They just showed a random witch during the trailer. How sneaky. And to think that the trailer would give away a lot, but in reality, basically everything we've seen has already been, like, that's it. That's all the trailer pulled from. Yeah, the trailer was the first two episodes. That's, okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. They're on on track for a good season, I feel like. Ah. Do we we know how many episodes it'll be this season? 25 again, hopefully. Let me check. What? On my anime list, it only says there's going to be 13. Oh, no. I guess I that kind of makes sense why, you know, everything is happening They're so just fast. just getting right into it. Dude, no. No, I don't want there to only be 13. Oh, boy. Dude, that's, actually, that's actually not enough. That's, that's literally not enough. Okay. We will riot yeah. if there's only 13. I will start paying to watch anime. That's what it takes. <laughs> Screw this pirate site. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, you're, Let's uh, not I'm get broke. ahead of ourselves. You're right. I'm broke. Anyway, so yeah, we've confirmed that there's 13 episodes, which is honestly shocking, but at the same time, it makes sense why there's only an outro at this point and that the first episode didn't even have any music because there's just so much story to tell. Yeah, they're just trying to pack in as much content as they can. Yeah, I kind of don't like that. It's like, I, th- I hope them accelerating the pace of everything isn't going to ruin things. Mm, that's a good point. We'll have to keep an eye out. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. So anyways, going back to the story. So they end up going to the Lost Forest, and then they have this little conversation where they talk about how 
they might see half elves. And Amelia's like, I've never seen a half elf ever. Are there full elves? I wrote <laughs> down that question when they started talking about that. I'm like, if there's a half elf, are there full elves? That is true. So, okay. Because in order for a half elf to be made, a full elf would have to breed with a non elf. So, what if Roswell is Amelia's dad? What if the witch be. is Amelia's mom? Yeah, I think the witch being her mom is kind of. Um, I don't know if they've been implying it, but maybe they have been implying it. Or, because, like, right, they've been saying that, or other people think Amelia is somehow connected to the witch, or right. that she even is the witch. Oh, wait, wait. But. But it wouldn't work because if the witch is a half elf, she can only give birth to a quarter elf or a three fourths elf. <laughs> Unless, Unless there was another half elf. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there was another half elf. Okay, so uh, honestly, yeah, we don't know. Still mystery. Okay, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, yeah, and then zero two pops out of nowhere once Subaru teleports. <laughs> It's the crossover nobody expected, but we all needed. And then with that road too, I was like, "What is this? The the Akatsuki from Naruto?" <laughs> it's also the crossover that nobody expected. Yeah, right. zero two in the Akatsuki, all in zero, re zero. Oh, getting my oh, zeros mixed makes... up. Oh, oh, did re I just do something? Zero two. Akatsuki. Oh. I think we... Let us know if you want merch that combines all three. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> Moving on to my second favorite scene of the episode. I think they... I kind of missed it as I was writing. But they end up, like, squeezing each other's cheeks, and I don't really know why. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that was to, like release the tension that they're holding in their face muscles. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm going to need you to do that to me. No problem. No problem. All right, all right. Classic scene. Uh, mm -hmm. And then what? Yeah, I think then the gem glows, they teleport, runs into Zero Two. And then, so when Subaru gets to, like, that building, I thought this was, like, very ominous. Like, I don't think there was any music playing, or oh. if there was, it was very, like, ominous music. Sorry to keep using that word, but, like, yeah, I don't know. It just felt very, again, intense and, like, dark when he was walking down that hallway. Could you still hear the, the, the basketballer in training? Oh, of course. Oh, <laughs> Maybe that uh, kind of like the faster he dribbled, like the faster your heart went. <laughs> maybe, maybe. All right, and then at the very end, he meets the witch, and then there. But yeah, dude. I mean, the whole time, like I thought he was transported to like Windows Seven or something, or Windows One Thousand. <laughs> the rolling green hills. I definitely thought that that's where they got their inspiration for that art from, and I wouldn't put it past them. Honestly. God, you got to pay homage to, to the classics. But yeah, that was a, that was about it. And then they hit us with the hey, I haven't talked to anybody in a while. My name is Akibana, and I'm the I'm what you humans refer to as the uh, 
Witch of Greed. So that's one of the sins, right? Greed. Greed? Yeah. Right. So, okay, so who do we have so far? There's Sloth, there's Mm -hmm. Gluttony, there Mm -hmm. is... Isn't Greed the other white guy already? Like the white hair guy? Shoot, was he? Let me me refer to last week's notes. Oh, all I see is Libatakakos and Recyclos Lorios. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I didn't, I didn't even write down their. I didn't even write down their um, actual names. All right, I'll I'll read out all seven, and let me know if it rings a bell. Lust. That would be a good gluttony. One. We saw, greed might be the witch. Sloth. We saw, wrath. I don't think it was wrath. Same. I think it was greed. Envy. Oh, it could have been envy. Could have been envy, and then pride, which we know is a a vacant seat. It's super rude. Okay, I'm afraid to Google. I think it might have been Envy. Okay, okay. That would make sense. I think, I think we have to Google this one just to be sure. I don't want any spoilers, though. Okay, I'm going to do it, and I'm going to like squint my eyes. <laughs> yeah, just Google the name, and then look for he is, uh, he is oh, oh, I Googled the wrong guy. Lie, okay, so Lie Batekaikos is blood. And Recyclos, Recyclos Lorios. Shoot, he doesn't even pop up. Oh, Recyclos. Recyclos Lorios. No, it's is not popping up. All right, maybe that's for the best. All right, I'll I'll go back and review the episode just this one time. All right, all right, all right. Okay, anyway, so that's it, and then we get hit with the um, outro song. What do What do you think of that? Wasn't it the same song that we've already heard before? Oh, was it? I, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. I might I have know. skipped every episode's opening when I was rewatching this. No it problem. did sound very similar, though, so I wouldn't put it past them. Hey, and honestly, yeah. if they spent all their budget on, like, animation and whatever, I would not even mind at this point. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the uh, next section. What is what is the next one? Questions? Uh, the week. Okay. Let me, let me log into our handy-dandy uh, Instagram account. Damn, look at the amount of followers we have. Seriously. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of other different podcasts following us for no reason. Okay. I bet, I bet they're just trying to increase their own following too. I hate that. That's All right, so as of this the recording of this episode, we are at 553 followers. Not bad. You could be one of them. So if you're listening... Check us out on Instagram. That's the best way to get in contact with us. Both of our other Instagrams are on private, so don't bother. But, yeah, let us know. Anything but spoilers, we'll respond. <laughs> Anyways, I have a question from an enthusiastic viewer who's around eight years old, just getting into the art of physical books. What is oh. a book that you've been reading or have been wanting to read? 
Hmm, great question. I'm reading a book right now called Educated. It's by Tara Westover. It's a it's a memoir. So she calls it. It says basically about her her life and what she went through and um basically she grew up in a like I forget what they call it, but like she grew up in a Mormon household and her family was like kind of preparing for the end of the world because that was their like belief that it would happen, but you know, it never did. Not yet, at least. Um, But yeah, she, she had like a tough childhood. She never went to school because they didn't like believe in public schools and stuff like that. But then she eventually like self-studied for the ACT, took that, went to college on her own. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Like, cool story of how like education can change your life. Interesting. So she's still Mormon now. Um, I haven't finished it, so okay. I don't actually know. I'm assuming maybe I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like you? it was until med school that I re- that I like actually got to know some Mormon people. But yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's just interesting the type of of like life that they lead growing up that they definitely take take it all very seriously it's like sometimes you know it's like very admirable and then other times you just cannot help but feel like damn you guys uh guys are always doing everything right it's like what do you send to the rest of us but, yeah but yeah i mean they do everything right they all take that two-year uh, mission trip they all go and learn another language and they come back very enlightened and it's yeah it's all great it's very it's awesome but, yeah all right. Okay. So I'll just tell you a little bit about my books. I finally got back into reading again. Like I think I went nice. to the a few months ago before all this happened. And then I picked up this one book called The Time Traveler. I've been, like, I've always liked science fiction, but I didn't really look into what it was about. Like, I was just like, all right, time travel. And it is not too thick. So, yeah, I'll just, I'll go ahead and pick it up. I didn't read it until, like, starting a week ago, but then I'd read, you know, a few chapters every night before bed. Basically, it's about this dude who lo- who loses his dad at an early age, and his dad was like really present in his life, and like he'd do all these things with him, like show him how to use electronics and whatever. Mm-hmm. So after his dad died, he kind of lost that father figure in his life, and then he was kind of wandering around aimlessly until he read The Time Machine by H. G. Wells, and then watched the movie, and then a and then after that, it kind of sparked his obsession to like learn more about time travel, and like so that he could one day go back and tell his dad that, you know, hey, you have a heart problem, you should probably get it checked out so you don't die all of a sudden. And then it kind of just like follows his journey as he, you know, finishes his undergrad, finishes his PhD, gets like you know his research published and published and published, and then meets all these famous people in uh, academia, all while explaining to us his like process to where he figures out how to time travel and then at the very end it's like oh turns out you can only time travel to the past up until the point where the time machine is turned on so like as soon as you turn the time machine on if you use it like a year from now the furthest you can go back is one year back to when the time machine was first turned on so yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and he was like, he was like, time travel is very possible, and I based it off of Einstein's theories. Except I can't, but it's also okay because 
our past makes up who we are or whatever. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, wow. Classic, and, classic. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty good, pretty intriguing. It like helped me get out of, the, out of the rut that I'd been in for like the past two weeks because everything that I've been doing is like all online. I'm supposed to be in the hospitals, but instead I'm like back home reading or watching YouTube videos. So very demoralizing, but like listening to him, like working as hard as he did. Nice. Anyways, thanks, viewer, for the question. We look forward <laughs> to any other ones you guys may have. Great question. Cool. Is it time for top three? Bottom I think it board? is, considering we're almost 40 minutes in. All right. Yeah. You guys ready? Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Number yeah. one? Yeah. You got going, going Betty here. Okay. I feel like she helped Subaru, but she's still like holding on to something. And I hope we find out what, what she's trying to, to protect or hide. Two, we got um, Otto. I feel like he, he's been a, a trustworthy person throughout this whole series. Like he's always helping out Subaru and the whole gang. So. Cool dude, cool dude. Three, we'll go um, Petra, newest newest um, household member. I don't think she's contributed much to the work, but it's okay. She's, I'm sure, going to learn and do her best. I feel like there weren't that many characters for some reason in this episode. There really wasn't. <laughs> All right, worst one, we're going Puck. You thought you thought it would never happen, but here we are. He, yeah, is missing for some reason that we don't know yet, but we'll find out. But for this episode, at least, he's he gets to be the worst just because he's not coming out. That is very fair. It's like it's always important to at least show up. You can be late, mm. but you gotta show up. Okay, so yeah, I mean, honestly, my list is decently similar this time. Not as similar as, you know, last episode, but it was kind of close. So I put number one, my favorite was Echidna. I think I wrote this at the time that I still thought she was the Jealous Witch. So I was like, ah, finally, we get to see her after, you know, 26 episodes. So I was like, all right, easy, <laughs> easy choice. And then I realized through our discussion that she wasn't the same person. But regardless, her character design is cool. I like how you can see through her eyelashes. And uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what she's going to do with uh, Subaru, because mm -hmm. the trailer, a lot of people died. Anyways, number two, I put Beatrice, so, sort of close to yours. I agree, I thought that scene was great. Nothing else to add. All in all, good, consistent character. All right. And then three, I put Petra. I mean, I was about to put her as the worst <laughs> one, but then I was like, you know, she's trying her best to get Subaru to give him a whole handkerchief or whatever. And I was I was I was um, surprised though because I thought she tied the handkerchief on his on his arm and then you could see it later on her arm and so I was kind of confused. I, I think they're like matching, like he has one and she has one, and then they'll they reunite their handkerchiefs together. Okay. All right, Avelia, watch out because uh, you got a rival, mm -hmm. and she is actually conscious, unlike Rev. 
right and then, and then for the worst character i mean i agree with your reasoning but i ended up going to Broswell similarly though just because mm. man is never here that's facts he's sus like at least puck we know he's loyal to amelia Roswell, I'm not even sure where his loyalties lie. I think all we know at this point is like what he wants to slay the dragon. Like, is the yep. dra- is that even a good thing? Like, I don't even know if uh, you know the dragon's like a benevolent being or whatever, or like the protector of the kingdom, or if he's actually somebody bad. And Roswell wants to kill. Him. I think they said he destroyed the kingdom at some point. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, 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 fair. All right, anyways, so I think so it's Roswell. like supposed to be a good thing, but yeah, we don't really know much about Rosewall, really. Yeah, man is clowning too much. If he doesn't show up by next episode, we're throwing hands. Yeah, basically. Okay, I think that about. Oh, I think that wraps us up. Yeah, I think one of these days we'll introduce like a section where we read some of the comments on Reddit. Honestly, they're always filled with spoilers, so. I don't know, maybe not even worth it. Yeah, let us know if you want these podcast episodes to be even longer and we can start to incorporate that. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, follow, check us out on Instagram. Uh, that's the only social media platform we are currently on just because uh, we ain't got time to maintain the other ones. But... And we'll see you next Wednesday. Yep, all right, hit him with... Okay. That was, that was hitting no, him. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. That's all we all got. All right. Peace. All right.